chapter 12, verse 1 through verse 4. King James Version. Amen. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be called a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And I want to talk to you from this thought today. Leaving home for a blessing. Leaving home for a blessing. Father, we praise you again today. God, great is thy faithfulness, thy love and kindness and tender mercies. Lord, we need understanding today, O oh God. We ask for your directions today. Your directions, O oh God, direct us. God us, lead us, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet heavenly dove, let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed. Let us leave renewed and refreshed in the Holy Ghost. And we will give you all the glory. We will give you all the honor. And we will give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. Leaving home for a blessing. Most of us that has been around the church, we understand that As you read Genesis chapter 12, you see some unique things uh, in the Word of God. A lot of times God's instructions are always clear. They are always steadfast. They are not hidden or anything. Amen. He presents it in a way that we have to have the understanding of what God is desiring of us to do if we desire to be blessed the way God desires to bless us. God just does not give you his blessings by because of dis, with disobedience. It just doesn't come that way. But you have to do what God is asking of you to do if you want to be blessed. He will not withhold any promise, the Bible tells us, to those who walk uprightly before him. We can let so many other things uh, trump what God says uh, if we desire and, and expect God to bless us. It will not work that way. We see here, God gives Abraham three basic instructions uh, that he must follow if he wants to be blessed. Number one, he tells him to get out of his country. 
Amen. This does not seem unique. Amen. He says, get out of your country, number two, and from your kindred, and number three, from your father's house. Amen. If you notice here the instruction, he says, you got to leave home. In other words, you've got to leave everything if you want me to bless you and to make you a great nation. But for some reason, we see here at the end of chapter verse 3, coming into verse 4, and it says, Abraham departed, but what happened? He let Lot come with him. Amen. You see, by all accounts, it would look like he obeyed the instructions from God. But he didn't obey God's instruction. God told him to leave country, leave kindred, and leave father's house, and I will bless you. But for some reason, Abraham allowed Lot to tag along his kindred. It's kind of like when Samuel had given instruction to Saul from what God had told Saul to do. He had told Saul to go and to utterly destroy the Amalekites. Everything God says, I want you to destroy it. So when Samuel shows up and he hears the cows lowing and the sheep bleeding in the valley, amen, and he came to Samuel and he, Saul and says, what have you done? And Saul says, I did everything the Lord has told me to do. He says, if you've done everything that God told you to do, then why is the king here? Amen. Why is he not dead? Why is the cattle lowing and why is the sheep bleeding in the valley? You have not did what God told you to do. He says, and he lets him know to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Or what? Amen. For rebellion is the same as witchcraft and stubbornness is the same as adultery and iniquity. Saul felt he had did what God had told him to do because he had won the victory. In his own sight and his own minds, he is assuming that he have accomplished what God had told him to do. But we see that he did not do what God told him to do. And later on in life, it was the Amalekites that wind up destroying him and killing him on the battlefield. Amen. You see, the instructions that God gave him was to leave everything associated with his father's house. Leave it behind. Leave the country. Leave your father's house. Leave your country. In other words, leave it all. Amen. You've got to get rid of every bit of it if you think, amen, and want to get what God has for you. Do not for one moment think you're going to heaven your way. It's never going to happen. You have got to follow the instructions that God gives to you if you want to be blessed and receive the promises of God. Paul told Timothy, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, and instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works." 
Solomon says in Proverbs 9 and 9, give instructions to a wise man and he'll be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he'll increase and learn. There's something about following the instructions. Amen. If we do not follow the instructions, it's not God's fault. It's not the manufacturer's fault if what you buy does not turn out the way it's supposed to. They put instructions in everything you buy. Amen. And if you don't follow the instruction, it's not their fault. They want you to follow the instructions because if you put it together the way the instructions says put it together, it'll turn out right and everybody else will want one of what you got. Amen. But for some reason, Abraham did not follow the instruction. When Jacob and his family was leaving from their uh his uncle Laban's house, we see that Rachel stole her father's images. She stole his idols. When Jacob called them out in the field and to tell him and Leah, her and Leah that God was sending him back to his father's land, amen, and he was beginning to tell them, and they began to say, is there nothing in our father's house for us? God wanted them to leave all. He wanted them to come out from that way because you could see that Laban was corrupt. He was a liar. He was a cheat. And God was trying to get them from out from under that. But for some reason, Rachel chose to steal her father's images. And when Laban overtook them, amen, and began to search throughout the tent, Rachel wound up lying about she did not have the image in her husband, Jacob pronounced a death sentence on her, not realizing and not knowing, amen, that she had her father's images, amen. And as a result, we know that in childbirth, that as she was bearing Benjamin, she died. But think about this. If Rachel would have followed the instructions, I believe she would have been just as blessed as Leah was. Leah gave birth to six of Jacob's sons and a daughter to him. Amen. We find that Leah seems to be the mother that put herself in a position to obey God's word and to do what God was asking of her to do. And as a result, God blesses her over and over. Leah, the one was rejected, as you see at the end. Amen. She has become known as the love of Jacob's life. It was Leah that you find that because she did and followed the instructions of God and what God was doing that it was Leah that Judah was birthed out of and it was Leah and Judah which means praise. It was Judah that the Lord would come through uh, to save the people. And I just wonder if Rachel would have followed the instructions and not lied and not stole her father's image how blessed she would have been as well. Joseph had a mighty promise from God. At a young age, God told Joseph, he says, Joseph, I'm going to bless you. Amen. Joseph had a dream that everything was going to bow down to him. But notice what happened in order for him to get the promise, in order for him to get what God was promised to him, he had to leave his country. He had to leave his kindred. 
he had to leave that coat of many colors. Amen. God had to strip him of everything. Amen. To take him to a place. Amen. That God would use him and to be able to bless him. It didn't make sense to Joseph at first that he needed to leave his country. He couldn't believe that his brothers were doing what they were doing to him. But God had a purpose behind it. And it would be later that Joseph would tell his brothers, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good to preserve life. He sent me before you to preserve life. Amen. But in order for him to get the promise, he had to leave that country where he was. He had to, amen, to come out from under his father's house. He was his father's favorite child by all accounts. His father had made him a coat of many colors which would set him apart. It would be Joseph, amen, that really loved his father Jacob. You understand that Joseph was born to Rachel, amen. It was the Rachel which was the love of Jacob's life. And so Joseph was attached to his father. He was his father's pet in so many ways, amen. But God had to get him out of that country in order for him to get him out of the country and away from his kindred and away from his father's house, amen. He had to put him in slavery. He sold him into slavery and sent him into Egypt, amen. And it was there that Joseph would receive his promise uh, and receive the blessings of God. Sometimes we don't understand how God does things and what God does, amen. We know that he gives us precious promises. And sometimes God moves on his timeline and God begins to make ways uh, that doesn't make sense to us because his ways is not our ways and neither is his thoughts our thoughts. Uh, why couldn't he just bless Joseph where he was? But, but God had a plan. God had to fulfill his word. He had already told Abraham before he ever had Isaac, your seed will go into captivity for 400 years and I'll bring them back to this same land. It was part of God's plan that he had through Joseph uh, to bring this to fruition to pass. Amen. It did not make sense to start with, uh, but Joseph found out uh, that God will work and that God will do what he said he will do if we just wait uh, and be patient. James says, let patience have her perfect works. Uh, cast not away your confidence, uh, which have great recompense of reward. You have need of patience uh, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Uh, for in yet a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just has got to live by faith. Uh, but if any man draw back, uh, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them that draw back to perdition. We're them that believe to the saving of the soul. As God was bringing Israel out of Egypt uh, and he was taking them to the promised land. He was trying to get them out of that country of the mentality of slavery. He was trying to get them out of the mentality of focusing on where they have been. I come to tell you today it seems that people want to keep looking back. Uh, they want to go back. Uh, as soon as they have the first issue. As soon as they hit the first 
obstacle. They want to go back. They don't want to leave that old world. They don't want to leave that old father's country. Their father of the devil, which was their father before. They don't want to leave their family. They don't want to leave the kindred. They want to cling to that old place of life. And they want to keep going back. And so God could not bless Israel and give them the promise of their fathers Abraham, the promised land, because they wanted to go back to that old slave mentality. They want to go back to the leeks. They wanted to go back to the cucumbers. They wanted to go back to where they had spent 400 years before. Their old country. They wanted to go back. Because, see, most of them was born in Egypt. You're talking 400 years. The originally 70 was gone. <laughs> All the seven, original seven that Jacob went down into Egypt with is gone. Every one of them, some says, scholars said it was over 2 million, was born in Egypt. That was now their country. That was now their father's land. That was now their kindred. Amen. But God was bringing them out. And God was taking them to a better place. When you see the instruction that God gives Moses, the only thing they was to bring out, their needing troughs. They was to bring out things for the temple that would be built in the sanctuary. I mean, in the wilderness, excuse me, the church in the wilderness. That was all they was to bring out because God was taken to a better place and God was going to bless them. This is why you see in the wilderness, their shoes didn't wear out. It was not hot because they had a cloud over them in the day and it wasn't cold at night because they had a fire. When they wanted water, the Moses spoke to the rock and it gave water. When they wanted food, the manor dropped. When they wanted meat, the quail dropped. God was showing them, I'm going to fulfill my promise to your father Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob. All you've got to do is walk to the promise that I have given you. But no, they got to the promise and they wanted to go back to the 400 years of slave mentality. God is trying to bless you. I wonder how many people get right to the door of the blessings and right to the door of the promise and allow the enemy to trick you and to cause you to go back to the world. When God is getting ready to open up the windows of heaven, I promise you, there's always going to be strife. There's always going to be some things that are going to come up to try to discourage you. You're going to hear what you think you heard and it's not going to be truth. And as a result, you're going to walk away way instead of singing and clinging to Almighty God when He's trying to get ready to bless you. You have prayed. You've asked God to do certain things in your life and He's right on the threshold of doing it for you. But all of a sudden, a trial or circumstance or something that comes up to try to discourage you, to push you away and you yield to that thing instead of clinging to the hand of Almighty God. I know where I've taken you. Fret not, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. But Israel had that mentality of 400 years of slavery, and they wanted to go back. And they miss 
the promise. Their old country. Read it. They says, man, we had leek, we had garlic, we had cucumbers. Bad breath stuff. They wanted to go back to that. Because that's what they knew. When God was getting ready to bless them. He was getting ready to show them. They came back with the report. Look at the grapes. So big it took two to carry them. Here's the land, they said, flowing with milk and honey. Amen. They gave the report, but then all of a sudden they had the evil report. Oh, but Caleb and Joshua says, no, God is with us. God has taken us. If God delight in us, he'll give it to us. Whatever you do, don't turn back now. But they chose to go back the other way, and they miss their blessing. What God promised you, amen, I come to tell somebody today that to get the blessings, you've got to separate yourself unto the Lord. Paul says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship? have righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion have light with darkness and what concourse have Christ with Belial or what part have he that believe with an infidel or what agreement have the temple of God with idols for you are the temple of the living God as God have said I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, and perfect holiness in the fear of of God. We're going to get the promise of God. We've got to be holy. We've got to separate ourselves from this world. You've got to come out from among them and be separate. You've got to let them go. Amen. God says, leave your old country. Leave your kindred. Leave your family. Yes, the promises is for you and your children and to all that are far off. But every one of us have to come to the decision in our lives that I'm leaving all to go after the things of God. Abraham had to leave, but he allowed himself to let Lot tag alone, and it took him a while before he could see the promises. When Rachel, amen, the father of our mother of the lineage line of our Lord Jesus Christ, when Naomi, amen, tried to get her to go back, if you ever read the story of Ruth, amen, when she tried her best to get her to go back. Naomi says to Ruth, Amen, your sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and to her God. She says, your sister has gone back to her people and her God. In other words, she's gone back to the country of Moab. She's gone back to her kindreds. She's gone back to her father's house. You turn around and go with her. But notice what Ruth says to her. And treat me not to leave thee 
or to return from following after thee. For where thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death and part between me and thee. Notice what Ruth says. She says, don't ask me to go back. I'm not going back that way. There's a blessing out there for me, and it's in your God. She says, I've heard about your God. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ever ask or think. She says, my circumstance right now, my situation right now, does not look promises. But I've heard about your God and His ability to do things. And so I'm clinging to your God. Don't you ask me to go back. I will let my sister-in-law go. I will let my father-in-law go. At my father's house go. I will let the country of Moab go. That I can receive the promises and the blessings of Almighty God. And because of her determination to leave all. Amen. She meets a man named Boaz. She marries Boaz, and Ruth birthed the son called Obed, which is the father of Jesse, which is the father of our Lord David, which is the father of the flesh of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, all because a woman wanted to be blessed by Almighty God. Ruth became a mother, and she birthed into this land, amen, through her lineage line, the Savior of the whole world. Amen. Because, amen, she was willing to leave the country from where she was to let God bless her and use her. And she became a great person. She became great in her life. Amen. Because she was willing to leave all. Jesus says, no man can come to me and don't leave all. Mother, father, sisters, brothers, all of it. He says you got to leave all. If not, you cannot be my disciple. Matter of fact, Jesus says hate. But the word hate does not mean the way we think hate. In other words, he says they can't be more important than me. That's what he's saying. Nobody... Nothing can be more important to you than Jesus Christ if you're going to be his disciple. Nothing. Amen. He says you've got to leave it all if you're going to be my disciple. Amen. This is why the rich young ruler has such a hard time when Jesus told him to go sell all. And give it to the poor. And come follow me. And the Bible says... He couldn't do it because he had much. Amen. But Jesus had told him, you get rid of that and you have treasures in heaven. Come on, follow me. But he realized what he had right now, amen, to him was more important. I've come to tell somebody today what you have right now, you might think is more important. But I'm here to tell you, God's got a better blessing. God's got a better promise for you. But you're going to have to leave it all. You're going to 
have to get a hold of Christ. Uh, you're going to have to cling to Him uh, if you want what God has for you. Amen. You can't allow this world, amen, to keep pulling you back. Uh, if you came out, uh, you need to set your affections on things above uh, and not on things of this earth. Uh, don't keep running back to your old father's house. Uh, don't keep running back to your old kindred. Uh, don't keep running back to the old way of life. Amen. You have been brought out. You have been brought to the marvelous light for such a time as this. Paul says the things that was gained to me, he says, I count it all loss that I may obtain the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. He says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind and I reach forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. If you want the blessings of God, if you want the promises of God, you've got to leave that old country. You've got to leave that old way of life. You've got to leave your kindred. You've got to leave everything about your father's house. Amen. And come on and go with me to my father's house where there's joy, where there's peace, where there's love. Come on and go with me. Amen. There's a better promise that's waiting on the other side. Praise God. Jesus has got to be number one. Abraham, we would have thought he followed the instructions. Because we read later. See? Usually that's what we do. We just keep reading and we read later. Where God blesses him. But I wonder if the first 25 years was because he didn't obey the instructions. His blessings was delayed because he didn't follow the instructions. He had Lot with him. God was blessing him. Lot was being blessed. Everything was being blessed. But notice, Abraham couldn't see it. He couldn't see it. He was walking all over his promise. Do you know what the name Lot means? Veil and covered. As long as Lot was there, Abraham couldn't see his promise. Because the fact of the matter, the instruction was, leave your kindred. He brought him with him. He couldn't see it. So finally, God allowed them to have strife. And because of the strife, they departed from one another. And then God says to Abraham, now lift up your eyes. Look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, look to the west. Everywhere your foot trod, I have given it to you. He was all over his promise, but he couldn't see it. Amen. Because of Lot. Amen. He still didn't want to let Lot go. And as a result, he went to deliver Lot. He let him get in trouble. He went down to deliver him. Lot goes right back to the old ways of life. And Abraham later 
comes to God again. And he says, God, what will you give me? I don't have any seeds. He's being blessed by God. He can't see it because he's keep attaching himself to Lot. See? And finally, when you read Scripture and he gets Lot out of the picture, God says, now look, let's see if we can get it right this time. Look up in the heavens. How many stars do you see? Can you count them? He says, so shall your seed be blessed. I will make you as the stars of the heaven. It was then, after Lot is out the way, that he's able to see the promise. Sometimes, God is trying to show us. We're walking all on top of our promises. We're walking all on top of our blessings and we can't see it because we're clinging to kindred. We're clinging to the old country way of life. I'm a firm believer. The reason people can't get the Holy Ghost is they won't let the world go. They won't let that old way of life go. They want to keep clinging to that old way of life. Amen. They want to go keep going back. They want to keep going back. The reason people can't get the victory, they want to keep going back. Every time you got a situation, every time you got a circumstance, you just want to keep running back. But God is trying to bless you. You're walking all over top of your blessing. Amen. You're walking all over the top of your promise if you just let it go. Amen. Sometimes strife is so you will draw closer to God to get away from that old way of life so that you can get your promise that God has promised you. He told you. When you come out, uh, when I put my spirit in you, the promise I made to Abraham are yours. Uh, blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. Are you walking all on top of your promise and you can't see it uh, because you're clinging to the old way? You want to go back to your father's house. Uh, you want to go back to the ways of Satan and the world. No, come out from among them. Uh, be separate uh, and let God bless you. Amen. He couldn't see what God was doing till he got Lot out of the way. And some of you can't see because you got Lot with you. You still got some of your father's house with you. That's why Paul told the church of Corinth, he says, don't you know that the unrighteous cannot Inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor feminists, nor abusers with themselves, with mankind, nor thieves, nor covenants shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you're washed, you're sanctified, you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the Spirit of our God, you've got to let it go. You've got to let that. I'm here to tell you, sometimes we've got to let family go. If we're going to get the promise. That's why the Lord says in Ezekiel 20, he says, though Job, though Ezekiel and Daniel, I mean, Job, uh, Noah and Daniel was, was there. He says, they can only save themselves. He says, you can't save anybody else. I think the instruction Peter said on the day of Pentecost was, save yourself. 
from this untowards generation. You see, what God is trying to get you and me to see is let it go. Let it go. You cling to me. You cling to me, God says, and you watch and see what I will do for you. He knows your family is not saved. He knows your children may not be saved. He knows, amen, where you are. And so God says, you cling to me, and you get holiness with me. You get separated unto me, and your light will shine brighter than the day. And as a result, through you, your family, all your nations, and everybody else will be blessed because of you. This is why Moses says, you'll be the head. You won't be the tail. You'll be blessed going out. You'll be blessed coming in. Everything you do, you will be a blessing. You will be blessed. And when people start seeing how blessed you are, they're going to come to you. They're going to run to you. They're going to run to where you are and what you're doing. Amen. But if you never let that country go, you're going to still be blind. You're still going to have the veil. You're not going to be able to see what God is trying to do through you so he can use you to bless others. Amen. You've got to come out uh, from among them uh, and be separate, uh, saith the Lord. Uh, amen. David had to get away from his father's house uh, before he could get to be the king uh, of all Israel. There had to be some strife. Uh, sometimes there's going to be strife uh, in your life. Uh, sometimes there's going to be strife in the family. Is God trying to say, now, get rid of it. Amen. Now, Cut it off uh, so I can bless you, uh, so you can be a blessing to others. Praise God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who is lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded minds of them that believe not, lest the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should be revealed unto them. Paul says... Amen. He says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. He says, we're troubled on every side, but we're not distressed. We're perplexed, but not despair. Persecuted, not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. We're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life of Christ might be manifested in us. Amen. He said, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is new day by day. Amen. Amen. I come to tell you today, you got to leave home if you want the blessings. You've got to get, you got, if you want the blessings and things of God, you've got to leave. You've got to let the world go. Amen. All that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, you've got to let it go. Amen. You brought nothing into this world, and you ain't taking nothing out. But God wants to bless you. He wants to overabundantly bless you with abundance of things. Amen. That is good for you. Amen. When Ruth made that decision, amen, to leave, amen, she probably did not realize what was going to transpire and what was going to take place. But she had heard about her God. She had heard about Naomi's God. And I'm here to tell you today, thank God for a woman or man that will say, I'm leaving. I'm sticking to my vows. I'm going forward. I'm not going back. I'm going to cling to that old rugged cross that's so despised by the world. It has a wonderful attraction to me. For it was on that old cross that Jesus 
suffered and die to buy my pardon for me. And I've come to tell you today, if you want the blessings of God, you've got to come out from the world. You've got to be separate and look up because your redemption is drawing nigh. You've got to set your affections on things above and not on things of this earth. Amen. God is able to give you more than you could ever fathom. Don't put your trust in this world or the things of this world. It's fading fast. If you look around you, amen, things are changing continually. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. It's going to come to a point that everyone is going to seek for him to try to find him. But I come to tell you and I today, let's find him now while he may be found. Let's call upon him now while he is near. And he will bless you. Praise God. You got to leave home for that blessing if you want it. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. My blessing is coming my way. It's only a matter of time before his purpose come to pass. It's only a matter of time. I'm waiting for a miracle. Overtaken by blessing. Amen. Praise God. You got to leave home. You got to leave kindred. I know it's not easy. Amen. It wasn't easy for Abraham. Maybe that's why he brought Lot along. You know, maybe Lot was, maybe he was Lot's mentor or something. I don't know. Man, but for some reason, maybe he had made his brother. I promise you'll take care of his son. I don't know. But God's instruction was, leave it. What instructions that God has given you in his word that you are not obeying? Well, I want to encourage you. Cling to the words and the things of God. Come out from that old way of life and watch God bless you. Amen. I want to open the altars today. Amen. For you, if you're here, amen, and you want to come and pray, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm waiting for a miracle.